Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Overload Podcast. Have you ever thought about strengthening multiple areas of your life at the same time? Then you've come to the right place. Our goal is to help you identify ways that you might need a progressive overload to break through those plateaus and keep you growing. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Progressive Overload Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Tyson, the K.O. Ken Kid Burwell. Yes, there he is. The crowd goes wild. And I'm joined with Typhoid Joe. <laughs> Come on. I'm feeling good. I've already heard five okay, a sniffle, no sniffles it, that's just, since that's, we put these headphones That's on. Everyday Joe. Yeah. Every Typhoid day. Joe, every <laughs> hence, day. Hence the name. <laughs> the, the, the day that you can come in and have a conversation without some... <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of dr- noise. drainage. Then I'll, then you'll just be Joseph. Okay, well, that's going to be uh, a long time from now, because this right. is me. Yeah, well. Accept me for who I am. We and do. then we are also joined by the great Adam Lazarus. The great. It sounds like a wizard name. The great. Adam the great. Yeah, well, I'm no wizard, so. <laughs> what would your fight name be? What would your uh, fight name be? I don't know. Uh I don't know, pastor of punishment. Who pastor, knows? Yes, the <laughs> pastor of punishment, Adam Lazarine. Yeah, that's not gonna not gonna go over well. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, that's good though. I like that. What's your what's your fight nickname? Dang it, I was never thought about it. Gonna ask me yeah. no. Put you on the spot. Typhoid um, Joe, why not? Typhoid <laughs> Joe, there we go. That's well, my biggest move. Is I'm gonna give you a disease. <laughs> yeah. That's so bad. It's a slow killer. Right, right. Well, so uh, so I formally challenged you to a. Uh, to a program yes I'm starting a, I'm, it in a few days that's it that's it I and think. then he shared that uh, challenge <laughs> with both with you. me yes and dustin we're, and dustin we're looping dustin into wow this. he doesn't have a choice and i'm gonna go ahead and jump in with you and okay do it, so like all I'm, four of us i'm torturing myself too so what okay. are we doing do you have any idea i do so basically I've, I've decided i'm basically treating you guys like you guys are getting ready for a fight and i'm gonna put you through power phases uh lactic acid tolerance phases uh getting your cardio up you know just high Burnouts. I mean, you're gonna, you guys are gonna love me when it's done. I already love you. So what? Oh, yeah. you know, we don't have to do that. We, we already don't have love to you. do that. <laughs> love hate though. Like, oh, okay. See, that's the thing is, I'm you guys in the process. I'll be the bad guy at the first. You guys, oh, I hate this guy. I can't believe I agreed to this. And by the end, when you guys are taking your shirts off, you're all looking good. You get, I love Tyson. Thank you for this gift of abdominals and chesticles see, that look so great. Our, our wives are gonna be thanking you. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Something to look forward to. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, uh, that I did something this weekend. My wife, uh, for our anniversary, she said, what I want for our anniversary is for you to take my group exercise class with me on Monday. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, I'm not. I don't love you that much. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. What's the sound effect? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm just joking. I did not mean that. Uh, so she, we got to the gym and she was like, no, you really don't have to. And then I was like, all right, I'm not doing it then. And then I got a text from her as I was about to start warming up on the travel. She was like, please come. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I went and joined her in her body pump power max 3000 glute obliterator. I don't know. You know, those group exercise classes, they always have to come up with these crazy names. How many men were in there? So it was, there was, dude, this class was massive. There were probably 40 people in this oh, class. Wow. And awesome. uh, four men. Yeah. Okay. 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Small percentage. Yes. Yeah. Small percentage. But dude, I haven't done, I've, I, I have not gone a week this whole entire year without exercising more than three times or less than three times a week. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm in a pretty good condition, but this was a whole new ball game, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm not as sore today as I thought I'd be, but it, we were doing Tabatas, uh, 
a lot of I mean, and it was all with weights. We we had a dumbbell or something in our hands the whole time. Uh, but just constantly going with small rest, you know, 10 second rest in between each round, um, and just burning out, dude. And in between every movement was a core exercise. So I, I don't ever do just strict <laughs> just core and yeah. that was difficult for me. And so while I hated every second of it, it definitely pointed out some, some weaknesses and some, like I've said, we said last week is exercises you should be doing the most are the ones you hate and mm-hmm. so here we go doing tyson's program hopefully it's not gonna be as terrible as a boot camp but no, I, uh hopefully it's a little bit more strength right, training right. focused but well and you and i talked about it this morning a little bit you know most fighters they're also going through with you know on top of their strength and stuff program strength and conditioning program they're also doing the sports specific right, stuff right. so i mean there's, we won't be doing that yeah you guys will still have to uh and i, I mean i could program that in you know, with adding some extra stuff to it. Right. But I know you were kind of wanting to do your own thing a little bit too. Yeah, since I do love the bodybuilding thing, you're going to program three days a week, and I'm mm-hmm. going to, the other three days a week, I'm going to do uh, just bodybuilding type stuff, yeah. like hit muscle groups that I'd like to see grow more than the others and stuff like he that. He thinks he's going to do something on top of it. I will. I will. <laughs> I'll do something because I, if I don't, I hate when I don't get one in. More Tabata-style classes is what you need. Absolutely not. <laughs> mm. I, did t- I did tell my wife that I would, I would join her uh, maybe once a week in her classes. So just for the record, those kind of classes are no joke, man. No. Tabata-style anything. Um, and pump-style classes, mm-hmm. they – you think you know you're gonna make it with those twenty pound dumbbells? Until, it was humbling, yeah. <laughs> until you don't, yeah. It and was uh, very humbling. Your your wife is a excellent group exercise. She is. She's fantastic at group exercise, and so I'm. I've been a part of those classes mm-hmm. and been into some of those classes, and it's it's not a joke. Mm-hmm. It's a right. uh, it's worth the the wait if you're if you've yeah. ever wanted to try it out. So I'm thinking through um, this program thing as I get a little more nervous about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I would be nervous about it. Probably because there is a level of expectation that comes with it. Can I do it? Right. <laughs> Can I finish it? Can mm-hmm. I uh, get my brain in the right space to do it? Uh, as long as you let me have a swim day, I'll be okay. Tyson. Yeah, sure. Can sure. I have my swimming? You can. Okay, you good. Can. You can program the swim if you want. Yeah, I probably have to make yours a little bit different. And I thought about maybe actually making it more individualized for each of you. Oh. So. Cause, uh, I like the idea of us all doing the same thing for the camaraderie of sure. it. Sure. Sure. So, so that everybody gets to the swim. swim. Hey, yeah. you know what? I have <laughs> access to a pool in both of the gyms that I go to. And so if I only have to do it once a week, I will think about it. Okay. I'll think about it. Yeah, yeah. Just as long as it's not like, you know. I don't know, 500 meters of butterfly. You no, know, I just, <laughs> most of the pool, I will be dead. Most of the pool stuff that I do, I try to simulate fighting the best I can. So, you know, like underwater swimming, you know, restricted breath while you're doing that kind of thing. Okay. So I think it'll be a little different than what you're used to. Okay. If you see me just, you know, <laughs> floating, <laughs> just floating in the pool, come get me. <laughs> it, well, it might actually be easier than your typical workout. I don't know. You know, maybe i'm not i'm not a great laps so yeah that's i don't yeah. know but I, I have a lot of breathing that's going on right. i don't hold my breath a lot mm-hmm. so you have to buy some fancy goggles i have some nice goggles but i don't have the ones that are programmable you know uh, i saw yeah. those you know as Wait, Christmas. they have programmable they goggles? have ones that track your they'll track your heart rate and your pace and what? your yeah you, it's just in it's like a windshield monitor you know you see it in like your google goggles yeah that's cool yeah i've wow. i looked into it but i was like nah, i can't justify the cost right right so, so do they make like underwater headphones too uh-huh. yep yeah i 
that's something that it's always bothered me is not being able to listen to music while I swim. I don't uh, like, I don't like to be alone with my thoughts. I try. <laughs> I do. Those demons. Man, I do. <laughs> I I tried. You know, one time I was there and my wife happened to be working and she said, "Do you want me to turn the music on?" I said, "Why not?" It was terrible because every time you turned your head, you could hear it hear and then it'd go yeah. away yeah. and hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Please don't ever do that again." So yeah, I'm okay with being alone with my thoughts. But right, right. anyway, um, so let's get on with the. Uh, other type of exercise we're going to talk about today, right. not programmable, but um, as far as we're concerned, but it's group exercise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned this earlier, Joe, and you went through a group exercise class. I've never seen a group exercise class with that many participants in it. Yeah, this is just, I mean, this is the YMCA in, in a town of, oh, I don't know, uh, 200,000 people. Actually, right. No. I don't know how big which tall is. I don't think it's, it's quite that big, no, but it's but bigger it's, than... Yeah, I think like 100,000 people or okay. something like that. Anyways, so it's a big, massive gym and uh, yeah, thousands and thousands of members. So And also, it was the first workout of the year, so January 1st, oh, you know? Yeah. So yeah, um, that's what I was... I was like, Lauren, I, I don't want to do this and everybody thinking that I'm the New Year's guy just coming <laughs> in. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, at the fat boy wanted to come do some group exercise. And anyways... She's going to spread that rumor once she <laughs> stopped coming. Yeah, no. Uh but yeah, I want to talk about that today because I am personally not a huge fan of group exercise, and I think a lot of people do it wrong, but there are ways that you can do it to where it can be a great tool to use in your program. And uh, so let's dive into that. Uh, it's it's kind of almost going to kind of be like the, the Shots Fired episode that we had last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, there are very many ways that that group exercise can help you. And so let's start with, with just some pros of group exercise. And one of the, uh, just like CrossFit, the best thing about group exercise is it's within a group. Yeah. Uh, the, the camaraderie, um, and I love the concept of group suffrage because it's a real, uh, it's a real thing. Yeah. Um, Misery loves company. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a, it's a real deal because it, and it doesn't, you don't even notice it until you're finished. Right. You know, whenever right. you're done, you're like, look at what we've just accomplished uh-huh. as Together. a group. Right. And everybody went through the same, you know, right. mm-hmm. moves and maybe different weights, but everybody got the same mm-hmm. kind of burn. Right. And you understand whenever you're like, oh, this hurts, you understand what they're going through. Right. Um, exactly. Whether it's a kettlebell, you know, swing or sit up, get up or whatever it is. Right. That was my, um, I don't know, one of the latest things that I did in a group exercise setting. It was a few years ago, but we did a kettlebell um, class mm-hmm. and there were 25, 30 people. You had to like get, go and get a ticket early because oh, really? it was a limited amount of wow. space. Oh, wow. And so it was like packed every time. And that right. was a lot of fun That's cool. because everybody was doing kettlebells and we had a, just a wall of kettlebells and everybody got their weights mm-hmm. and cool. went through the routine. We had instructors at the front like and uh, they were good at kettlebell routines and stuff. And right. it was a lot of fun. So, yeah. uh, but you understood and knew that group mindset of we're going to suffer and we're going to be doing it together. Right. There comes a, a motivation that comes with that too. For yeah. sure. You know, because if you're, you're suffering together and then also when the next day comes and Joe didn't show up, I'm the guy that's calling him. Hey, uh-huh. you missed out today. Yeah. We all, we all suffered and sucked it up and you didn't. Right. You know, and, and it keeps accountability too. Yeah. That's an aspect that individual lifters have a hard time getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're a small town gym, so we're, we have a pretty tight knit. If somebody's not here, I can see them out and about and it's like, Hey, where you been? Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, in a larger gym, you just don't get that aspect. Um, 
but I like what you said. I mean, I I probably knew three people in this uh, class of forty people, uh, but at at the end of the class, just like you said, uh, I was high fiving people. They were like, "Hey, good job! I saw you using that that heavy one on those on that, those chest flies or whatever." And they were, that was awesome, and just kind of that that camaraderie and that you're connecting with people that you didn't know previously. Yeah. And so yeah, uh, we. Re- my family and I recently went to a uh, professional basketball game, and That's it was right. kind of the same environment because right. everybody's there for the same purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and as I think through that, you're you're cheering and you're sitting next to people that you don't have any idea who they are, where mm-hmm. they're from, what their background is. You know, you don't care at that point. Sure. Right. If they make a basket, everybody claps together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they right. miss it or do something, you know, silly on the court, you're like. Man, that stunk, you know, and right. so and everybody's awing and ooing and cheering at the same thing. Common goals. It's a yeah. common denominator. Yeah, right. And that's what group fitness does for you. Yeah. It gives you a common denominator yeah. of this is what we're going to be doing together. So for sure. that's perfect. Yeah, I taught boot camp classes for a long time at the last gym that I used to work at, and then I also did for the first couple of years that I worked here. And then it was one of those things I just did not enjoy it. It was something that I dreaded and didn't have great participation so i was like i'm just not gonna do it anymore um but one of the biggest things and and people talk about brandy's class like oh i love that i love joe's boot camp i love brandy's boot camp because it's different every time i don't have to do the same thing every time so it works well for people who get bored easily within a program who uh like for me i can do the same workout for six weeks straight or the same you know couple workouts for six weeks and have no problem getting bored yeah um but for some people they would prefer to it it to be different every single time Mm -hmm. and so that's another uh really big pro of of doing group exercises it's usually going to be a different workout every single time sure also somebody else is programming your workout for you you don't have to think about you don't have to think about reps you don't have to think about right you know what i mean show up and work you just show up and work and i think that's a benefit that a lot of people need but also want right right yeah yeah. Well, and I, I think about the change of pace, you know, you're going from reps to just time a lot of, right. in a lot of group settings, mm-hmm. right. you know, we're going to do this for 30 seconds. And then, uh, I used to, in my therapy sessions, whenever I was a tech, you know, you'd be like, come on, if you had to, you could box a bear for a minute, Sure, you know, sure. And, and it's one of those things you just, you get into a different mental space right. with group fitness because then you're into how long can I sustain this movement <laughs> safely and uh, you're watching for form, and hopefully you got an instructor there that's doing that well. Right. And um, everybody's groaning and moaning. Which, in my opinion, is a pro and a con. Right. Because here's the thing: is is you get what you put in, you know. And some people, if if it's a time to time deal, and you're not worried about counting reps or stuff, you have you do have those people that aren't, aren't self good self motivators. Right. And the next thing you know, they did three push ups whenever they could have done thirty. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, if that's all I can get out, then you, you may be up a creek. I don't right, know. Right. At the end of the, the workout, whenever I'm gassed, well, you, you may only get three. Funny enough, uh, so during these fight camps that I'm running, it's not it's not a group necessarily, but I've got like four or five people that are that are going through it, and I like to end it with um, kind of some Tabata stuff. Yeah. And if I – the funny thing is, is if I turn the clock on but I don't let them see the clock – it's so funny seeing them try to pace themselves because they don't know how don't know how, long. how long to go for. It. It's a mentality thing. Right. And so I'm trying to break them of that because um, during rounds, whenever you're fighting, you don't have time to sit there and look at a clock. Right. You just need to work. Right. And, and then I'm your mm-hmm. coach. I'll tell you when to stop right. or, the, or the, you'll hear the bell. But I want output, output, output mm-hmm. until that bell's off. That's a good yeah. point. So I was definitely that guy yesterday who was watching the clock. Yep. And I'm like <laughs> – 
when it got to five, I was like, uh, okay, that was my last rep. And and when you know, slow. in reality, I could have uh, probably uh, pushed out two more reps yep. at the end of that five That's seconds. Why I love hiding the clock yeah. from them because it, it takes that mentality. I don't want yeah. you worried about the clock. Right. I want you worried about your work. I'm just not built for that stuff, man. I don't know. I need to be doing more of it, obviously. Um, excuses. I'm not built for that. That's just not for me. That's I don't like it. Yep. I'm a big believer in if it's something that you dread and you don't enjoy, probably not something you should commit to doing often. Um, but at the same time, being self-aware enough to know I would really benefit from doing more. It's important like to do this. it anyway. Right, right. Like, wake up, go. Which yeah. would push us right into the next point of it is a great way to do cardio. Group yes. exercise class is a great way to get your heart rate up and yeah. work the heart muscle itself. Right. And right. Um, I want to make sure and we <laughs> distinguish that as what cardio actually is doing. Right. Um, and I'm not wrong in that, am I? No, you're, you're okay. absolutely right. Perfect. Yes. So we're working the heart muscle. Right. It is a muscle. It, it is a muscle. And it works all day long mm-hmm. um, until it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then yeah. it's a great way to get that muscle into shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. Uh, why is that with group exercise? Why is it so different? Well, um, most of the classes are, are built in that you're, you're doing work for a certain amount of time and then you rest for a certain amount of time and then you do work for a certain amount of time and then you rest and it's mimicking that, uh, spike and recover, spike and recover, spike and recover, which is really, really healthy for the heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's probably more healthy than just keeping an elevated heart rate for a long period of time. It's just the difference between developing an anaerobic and an aerobic system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the biggest, the biggest problem I have with that is probably the most important, the most, the most popular thing that I see is people doing their group exercise class and then taking a picture of their Apple watch of how many calories they burn. Um, and we've talked about how we should not measure our, especially cardio workouts in, oh, this was so successful because I burned this many calories Mm -hmm. or I burned this many calories. Um, you're never going to win that battle whenever it takes a whole hour of killing yourself in a group exercise class to burn off a cookie. Um, that's just an uphill battle. So don't think about it as that. Think about the physiological adaptation that is happening to your heart, to your cardiovascular system, to your lungs and stuff like that. Not, Oh, this is how many calories I'm burning. So, yeah. So cardio, I don't know, maybe group exercise is good for heart health. It's, I, I would I would like to limit it to that. Yeah. Okay. So if we, it was like a box of Cheerios, it would have a heart on it. You know, like <laughs> group group exercise is heart healthy. You know, um, maybe that's how you could cast, uh, categorize the group fitness classes. Put yeah. a heart. Put a muscle. Put a mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, there we go. I like that. And then everybody can pick what they want. Right. So. When like my wife, she's done this class three times a week for all year basically. And she always, and I always tell her, hey, we, we really need to do some some heavy strength training. She's like, we do strength training in all there all the time. Oh, I hear that all uh-huh. the time. Yeah, I I do lift weights in in boot camp. <laughs> yeah. uh, but here's the thing, just because you're holding weights does not mean it is strength training, because you're doing it for time for fail to failure, mm-hmm. for high reps. You're it's it's cardio. So just because you're holding weights does not mean it's strength training. It's if your if your heart is at eighty percent. Of your max training heart rate, you are doing cardio. You're, yeah. I mean, that is what you're doing. So your your gains or your toning, as you would say, uh, those those fancy buzzwords are going to be extremely limited to your group exercise. <laughs> and um, uh, what was like, where was I going with that? 
You I distracted just, me. I did. I distracted you, distracted you from behind the booth. <laughs> He's like, do some sound effects. <laughs> well, you're, uh, no. you're making yeah. some good points. I yeah. thought it would be worthy oh, of some. You, okay. have a, you have a card that says sound effects on it? I do. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I missed there it. There you go. There's your sound effects. Uh, maybe I should put you in charge of the sound he sh- effects. You should. You're yeah. He's the booth You guy. are the producer. Well, your phone is way across <laughs> the room, so see here. <laughs> ah, yeah, I love it. Anyways, uh, that's that's a, a big point that I always make is just because you're doing it with weights in your hand does not mean you're going to be building muscle because mm. building muscle at that level of work is going to be diff- is very difficult because you're in you're past that anaerobic threshold. Yeah, mm. we have fallen right into the uh, cons of group exercise. Yes. Um, yes. So we did some pros. This is what it's good for. Uh, one of the things it's not good for is uh, it's not strength training. No. And you just made that point very well. Um, yeah. It's difficult to do what the name of our podcast is with group exercise, uh, progressively overload. Yes. Um, why don't you explain that uh, in a little more detail? Yeah. I mean, if we're going to put the emphasis on progressive overload, it's one of the, it is the most important factor of building muscle, building strength boot camps and Zumba and spin classes and all of these group type classes are extremely difficult to progressive overload. Um, so one of the main reasons is why is I have no clue how many reps I did in that minute. Um, I have no, if I did that same workout a month ago, I don't remember how much weight I used. I don't remember. Uh, so almost nobody in group exercise tracks what, what they're doing. And so how are you going to plan that out in order to do more reps the next time in order to do more weight the next time in order to go do, uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Sure. They do. They just look at their watch. See, I burned 1200 calories. Oh, that's right. Last one. <laughs> that's Last tracking, year. isn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but what's funny is the more they do that class, the less calories they're going to burn each time because sure. your yeah. body's going to adapt, adapt to be more efficient at it. I don't know how accurate the, the watches and stuff are no, no. understanding all that they're anyway. Not. Yeah. They're calculation based on, how fast you move your arm, mm-hmm. your height, weight, and your heart rate that they're reading on there. Yeah, right. yeah. Just a formula. Right. Yeah, just a formula. Okay. Math. Uh, math. Yeah. That's a, um, that's a con of group exercise. Math. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. You do like a cardio kickboxing type stuff before, right? I haven't. Yeah, in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how would you, I mean, if you were going to try to progressively overload that, how would you do it? You can't. That's the thing is, is with the cardio kickboxing, the whole idea is just trying to get the aerobic system up and the anaerobic, depending on how hard you're hitting and what right. the pace of the class is. Um, but it's a, it's a cardio class as well. Yeah. It's a conditioning class trying to get right. ready for the sustainability of a kickboxing fight. Yeah. So you're yeah. going to, you're going to be able to overload it or progressively overload it with time management sure basically but that still goes back to your heart health Uh i would say the only thing you could really manage would be intensity and tempo right you know it's just like how much power output are you throwing with these shots and then what is the time frame how how often are you throwing with that power over and over again which is hard to track and it's individual yeah Yeah, unless you have a bag that's telling that's giving you a reading with every every shot and there is some technology stuff with uh, gloves that have sensors and stuff in them that actually tell you that information which is pretty cool. cool Um, Google gloves. Yeah, they're, they're, it's kind of interesting. Um, for me though, I think that's for an athlete that's actually wanting to do that. Um, they know their body pretty well and 
you can't lie to yourself when it comes right. to like how hard would you really go in that day? Do you have anything left or not? You right. Know, yeah. You can tell your coach what you want, but you really know. Yeah. So um, whenever I'm doing my cardio, my bag work and stuff, it's I can progressively overload myself just because I know what I'm doing on for my body. Right. Sure. Right. You know. Yeah. So it's a individualized overload. You're gonna sure. if you want it, you can do you it. You can get it, but you're gonna have to put that uh, indiv- yeah. individualization. Wow. Uh, but into it yourself yeah but the type of person that group exercise attracts they're not paying attention sure. to that yeah <clears throat> they're in there moving and saying i did my workout for the right, right right the the person the the type of person and there if this is you there's nothing wrong with that but you're someone who wants to show up not have to think about what you're doing just do it you're also expecting most people are expecting to get their butt kicked in there like i know there's so many people who if, if it's too easy they get pissed off mm-hmm. yeah um, which shouldn't be a mindset in the gym. I don't think so. Uh, because I, like I teach is the minimal effective dose. Uh, but that's hard to nail that in somebody's head. Who's a cortisol junkie. Who's just, mm-hmm. who's just fighting for that next thrill, that, that extra cortisol spike. And, uh, anyways, well, it's a, it's what they, I don't know. It's what they want at the end is to be able to say, man, I am so, Right, and then fill in that blank with whatever. Mm-hmm. It's right. either tired or spent or drained. drained, or and it and it all is is basically how hard did their heart have to work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yeah. if you're thinking about group exercise, there's still there's nothing wrong with group exercise. No. It's a great way to do certain things, but it's right. it's very uh, the scope of what it gives you is very limited. Right. So I would say it's really good at two things. Mainly is is for a beginner that doesn't want to think through a program and, and go through all that. It's a good motivator to get them in there. And if right. they have zero strength, they've never done any strength training. The little fifteen pound dumbbell, they're gonna. It's gonna be a progressive oh, yeah. enough for them. Oh yeah, for sure. Newbie gains will be right. Right. It's fine for newbie gains. Yeah. But and then I also think like we were talking about before, it's a great cardio workout. So get your cardio in, but program like you're telling Lorna program some strength training on top right, of it it's right. a, it should just be used as a tool it's and a not, tool and exactly. not a uh, not a 100% that's all you do exactly ah, yeah there you go hit uh let me see um <laughs> too late there we go <laughs> it's always too late <laughs> adam would have been on top of that i know all right next You're week fired. next week i'm giving you the the soundboard okay it's all yours sound effects for me yeah um okay so we have to individualize our own programs if we want to basically overload ourselves in a group exercise setting so there's also a lack of individualization with the uh what you're doing right 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 so you, everybody's going to get the same uh you're going to do squats you're going to mm-hmm. do press you're going to do uh lunges you're right. going to do whatever the instructor says and right. the only individual individualized portion of that would be if you need to modify it exactly right and so uh that that makes it difficult for people that yeah. are looking for something individualized and and like your wife brandy she's a very attentive group exercise instructor so she she is constantly looking at people's form seeing if there's ways that she can help and she knows i mean her her followers are like religious with brandy and so she knows all of their stories all of their backgrounds she can do that but that is a rare thing in group exercise right most of the time it's just some it's it's a cortisol junkie who loves cardio who loves kicking people's butt and i can put i can put some classes together i can i can throw these exercises in a random hat and pick them out and do them uh that's the that is the uh large majority of group exercise instructors um 
and never mind. I'm not going to do the shots fired. I almost did. Uh, and so there's not a whole lot of attention to the individual person. Um, so if you are, if you are going to go do some group exercise classes and you have a bum knee or you have, uh, I don't know if you have, uh, some heart issue or lung issue or there's something going on, tell your instructor about yeah. it so that they can say, Hey, maybe you don't do this exercise and do this instead. You know? Right. Which, you know, as a, as an instructor, that's hard to do, find time to help the individual that has an inju- yeah. injury or whatever else because the group i mean you're trying to talk to an entire group right and now you're gonna like oh wait hang on becky over there please don't because, right. and now becky feels single out uh-huh. and all that stuff so honestly if you have some injury in my opinion don't don't do a group exercise class <laughs> yeah. go yeah. get a trainer it's gonna yeah. be hard if you um, have some sort of dysfunction yeah especially if you've got a bad shoulder or a bad knee and right. you know i appreciate you saying that about my wife because she does she it's a, a little, the level of care that she takes with her participants is right. probably more than other people might do um, because she'll know that person has a bad knee when they mm-hmm. walked in the door. And so even when she starts an exercise, she'll say, you know, so-and-so don't do that, right. do it this way. And mm-hmm. she'll right. give them a modification right there on the spot. And we're right back to the whole group yeah. right. and motivating the whole group. And so yeah. um, it's good. She's got uh, a pretty good design to her program too. And a small enough group where she can yeah. do that pretty good. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, you know, don't be afraid to go to group exercise, but make sure that you're communicating with your instructor. Right. Um, so one of the things I wanted to do uh, with this is I know group exercise kind of gets this um, overinflated sense of uh, worth. Is that a good a good way to say yeah, that? Yeah, especially as we enter the new year. Yeah, overinflated sense of value when it comes <clears throat> CrossFit. to... CrossFit. Yeah, when it comes to the gym. <laughs> and I don't know if... Does CrossFit actually fit group exercise? <laughs> Depends. They have group CrossFit. Yeah, exercise. I, I mean, guess so. The the wads are created by the CrossFit, yeah, uh, yeah, mother the mothership of CrossFit, <laughs> and they send the they the send cult leader. they send the workouts of the day to all of their affiliates yeah. and their affiliate. Some of their affiliates just all they do is the wads that the mothership designs, and some of them create their own programming. Take me to your leader. <laughs> okay, well, you see, we were talking about form and that kind of thing, right. and then trying to bust out Tabatas with heavier weight. Heavyweight, yeah, that's yeah. that's where injuries oh, come. Yeah. And, we'll, and we're already we've already talked about that. But. Well, but still, um, but I think CrossFit is they're a lot more organized. Um, and their their leader or their coaches probably put more work into keeping everybody safe than a a typical group exercise instructor would. To be fair, I cannot actually um, discredit CrossFit too much because I haven't stepped into a CrossFit gym. I oh, haven't, really? I haven't been through a CrossFit really? style uh, you know style workout with a with a coach, so I can't really say. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Fair enough. I just know my my individual uh, experience was it was just like that, like. Hey, welcome. Uh, here's the barbell. Do it. And no instruction. Well, no. so as I'm saying that, I wanted to just kind of introduce some things to you guys that are, they get this overinflated sense of value. And um, it's basically sayings that we've heard or said or do that um, may not even be scriptural at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like it. So. Um, one of the ones that comes to my mind is, uh, God helps those who help themselves. <laughs> that is, uh, just basically, uh, a saying from Aesop's fables. <laughs> right. Right. Um, it's, there's a, there's, I mean, is there value to it? Probably. 
Well, that's what I was about to ask. Yeah, it may not be, it's not biblical, but do you think that that's valuable to hear? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. But I think the way that people use it in kind of like group exercise, sure. it's like, this is all I'm going to ever do or say about God right. is he's only going to help me if I help myself. Right. right. You can't do that. Just like you sure. can't just put all your chips into group exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was one. Um, the next one uh, that I thought was uh, <laughs> money is the root of all evil. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Um, not scriptural. That's not scriptural, right. Right. And it's actually the love of money the that is money. the root of all evil. Right. Um, so it's not money itself. Money's not a bad thing. Yeah. Having tons of money is not a bad thing. Right. Uh, loving your money is a bad thing. Yeah. And so it's one of those things that you just you get these sayings that we all hear and know and you put all your eggs in that basket right. and then you feel like, um, okay, well, this is what I know about God or this is what I know about scripture. And you may not even know what you're saying is not scriptural right. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like, that's like the one, uh, sorry, uh, about, uh, easier for a rich man or, uh, what is it? The, uh, the camel passing through the eye of the needle, which one? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it would be one. easier for a camel to pass through the eye yes, of the needle than it would be for a rich man to give. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and that goes back to what is the eye of a needle? Right. <laughs> you know. I Someone had told me this before, and I, I don't know if it's biblically true or not, but they said that the eye of the needle is actually a a small passage into the gates of Jerusalem that was extremely, really, like, extremely small, but it, like a camel basically had to crawl through there. Yeah. Is that true? Have that, you heard that? That is, um, I've heard that, and I've heard it as 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 it was related to the gate, like right. there was an actual lower gate, a smaller right. gate, and I've also actually heard the it had to do with a rock, like a rock formation that a camel would physically not be able to get into. I see. And so yeah. it does it does have some merit. Right. Um, it, it just, just doesn't depends. mean it's impossible. It just it can be harder, maybe. Well, it's, no, that's probably not even true either. It's going to be very. Yeah, almost impossible for that to happen. So um, anyway, uh, I thought I would give you one more. Um, Let's see. Which one do I want to do? How about um, hate the sin, love the sinner? You ever heard that? Uh Okay. Um, What do you guys think about that? I'm going to let you talk before. Yeah, I'm I'm interested because I've always – uh, said that with like homosexuals. I, I don't, if I, I, if I see a homosexual, I do not hate that person. Um, I hate that they're going through that sin, but I also recognize that may also not be any different than a sin of someone who struggles with pornography or something like that. It's just a, it's a sexual perversion. Um, but I don't hate that person individually. What, what, what do you think I'm doing there? Okay. So I think, you're, we're what we're doing with this one is we're basically combining a whole bunch of thoughts okay. into that statement. Uh, the actual statement itself is a loose uh, quote from something Gandhi wrote in 1929. Oh, um, and he said, hate the sin and not the sinner. Mm. That was his actual phrase. And then um, I'll just read this to you because I can't do it any better. Augustine uh similarly expressed in 8424 with love for mankind and hatred of sins. And so here's the biblical principle that we're supposed to be looking at, though. We're actually to hate sin, even our own. Right. And that's where we kind of flip that on its head and go, I'm going to hate the sin that you're doing, but not hate my own. Right. And so it becomes a, (laughs) 
let me feel better about myself because I can hate your sin and love you, but not hate my, my own sin at the same time. Does that I make see, any sense? Right, right, yeah. I see I what you're that. saying. I also think, though, just the, the phrase itself, hate the, hate the sin, but love the sinner. But, I mean, you could be talking about yourself there, too. You could hate your own sin, but, but be okay with loving yourself. You can, um, but most people are not. <laughs> right, well, sure. Um, and, and so somebody might. Mm-hmm. I will say uh, in the... Remember Mythbusters, the show? Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, it would go in the probable category. Uh, <laughs> it <yeah>. could happen. <laughs> um, but actually, Jude twenty two twenty three says this, Have the, uh, mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others, show mercy with fear, hating even the garment stained by the flesh. And so it's there's some scriptural precedent for it, right. but the phrase itself is not biblical. Oh, and so um, it's interesting too because Gandhi, a Hindu, is actually the one that says it, who has said it, and then it's repeated by Christians quite a bit. Right. That's and, interesting. And so that's one of those things where it's like, when you look at scripture, when you look at group exercise, when you look at all these things, make sure that you understand what your val- what the value behind it is. Mm-hmm. Right. And so a group exercise is going to be valuable, but it's going to be limited value. Right. When you look at scripture, you're going to look at some of these things that we say all the time and go. Wow, where did that come from? Right. <laughs> um, maybe you should ask that question before you say it or spout right. it off. Right, right. Yeah. Um, because, you know, there may be some value to it, uh, but you want to make sure that you're getting a biblical representation of that, and yeah. it may not be at all what you're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I thought I'd finish with yeah, that. That's cool. I love that. Sweet. I think that's interesting, too, though, because of, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of Christians, what, what they end up doing is uh, they'll say passages from the Bible. Yeah. But with no context of what the rest oh, yeah. of that said, right? They take a they take just a few a few sentences, right? And they can apply that to whatever right. situation fits their mold or whatever. They use it for a tool to to you know, try to explain something or whatever else. Mm-hmm. But they don't take the rest of what's that going on, you know. I love it because it's a huge thing for me to take and put things into context mm-hmm. because it's 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 of no value if you take it out of context. Right. And I was actually thinking about this morning as I was going through my workout because I was thinking about, okay, what is a, a pass through? Is that a, the right term for like passing an arm guard? Is that sure. am yeah. I am I saying Ooh, that correctly? Not that. quite, not an arm guard, oh, but man. okay, but, but passing through, sure. It sounded good. Okay, so demonstrate that move. Mm-hmm. So like. I, in my mind, when you say passing through, I think of passing the guard. Right? Okay, pass the guard. So you would. So a guard is whenever they have their legs over your torso. Right. You put pressure on the legs to open the legs up, and then you would bring your knee through, passing through their guard. Okay, so if you simulated that with somebody that's with no one on top of you, sure, you're gonna look like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're gonna be like, what is that guy doing? What right. is he on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But if you put it into the context of fighting, mm-hmm. then it has so it much more sense. value, sure. and you right. realize, wow, this is critical to what I need to know as a fighter right. in the whole of what I'm doing. And so I actually thought through that this morning as I was working out. I don't know why, yeah. but I was thinking about you know something, and I was like, yeah, if you take that out of context, you're going to look stupid. All right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and you could say that to a lot of different things about people that take stuff out of context in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Sure. You're going to say that, and you're going to sound stupid <laughs> right. um, to people that are knowledgeable about Scripture. Mm-hmm. And um, you mean well. I, it doesn't mean that you don't mean well. Or you're trying to hurt anybody or do anything yeah. wrong, but man, can we just get a little bit more context? Well, that's the fun. I'm sure since you you're pretty studied up on the Bible, that's the thing. Is if someone was to quote the Bible right in a certain context, and you were able to like, well, that's not what it's saying at all. 
Has, has that ever happened? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his job on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm a wizard, remember? Yes, he's, <laughs> the, he's the biblical wizard. No, I, I'm not, but um, I do agree that it's, uh, even Joe, you've come to me before and said, hey, listen to this, what does it mean? You know, right. what do you get out of that? And I'm right. like, yeah, that's not really good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's Or that's great, you know, run with that. So like when come, somebody comes to me and says, hey, I really want to do this body pump class, uh, <laughs> should I do it? <laughs> We're here to pump you up. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's no. it. Well, that's cool. Good. Well, good deal. Um, I'm glad you said that, Tyson. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, and, that was awesome. Um, so, um, group exercise, can it make me fit? That's the question at the top of the page. Yeah. Uh, yes, it can make you fit in. In the right context of a mm-hmm. properly programmed individualized strength training program. Yep, just a tool. So use it wisely. Yes. Use it when you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need a group exercise to you know shake things up, go for it. Uh, but don't. You know, get a yeah. hammer when you need a screwdriver or whatever. Yeah. If if that's all you're doing, you uh, your results will be limited. There you go. Well, exactly. It's like the cardio kickboxing class. I definitely don't recommend you go take a fight after doing a cardio kickboxing class for two days. Right. Or, or, two, right. or even two years. Yeah. Just because you did a cardio class doesn't mean you know how to fight. <laughs> exactly. So I think that goes wholeheartedly with uh, exercising. Absolutely. Job. Absolutely. Sweet. All right. Well, well, next episode, 52. The big one. One year. Woo! 52. You know what I want to do? I want to offer all of our listeners <coughs> a chance. One million dollars. At one mi- No, yeah. to do this program with us. Okay. Uh, Send us your email or message us on Instagram or Facebook or whatever and say, hey, I want to do Tyson's program with you. Mm. And for a small payment of $750. No, I'm just yeah, joking. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it for free. If you want to do this program, do it together and we'll document our progress together on our uh on our Facebook page, on our Instagram, and let's just uh, let's see what Tyson can do for the whole world. Yeah, I'm about putting it. pressure on you. Now he's gonna make works. it harder. Dang it. Yeah, yeah. Now just leveled up. I know. Man. No, I think this will be cool. If, All right. Yeah, come do this with us. That'd be awesome. He's exploiting me right now. He's I not am. paying me. Anything I know, right? For this and has now decided. Okay. I'm We're jumping on all <laughs> no, kinds of people. They're going to do this eight-week program. They're going to realize, oh, man, those guys really know what they're talking about. I'm going to support them on Patreon. <laughs> is that all it is? Eight weeks? Eight it's weeks. Eight. Yeah, 60-day sound... challenge. Oh, eight-week fight camp. It's going to be like eight years. <laughs> it's going to be all, yeah. <laughs> we may not make it. I'm glad you did your bodyweight program because there's some bodyweight stuff in there, too. I liked it, man. Sweet. I really did. I didn't know if I would, but I really enjoyed it. You're going to be saying, what the did i get myself into <laughs> wow yeah. right on time too <laughs> he had to plan for it he I did know. that was exciting i had to set myself up for it cool all right guys see y'all next week we got a special episode number 52 coming please tune in uh it's gonna be awesome and then uh more exciting now announcements to follow all right all right see y'all later thanks for listening to the progressive overload podcast we're honored to be a small part of your day If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or are interested in sponsoring our efforts, please feel free to reach out via email. Find us at progressiveoverloadpod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and follow our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops. And as always, you can help us reach the masses by sharing our podcast with your friends and family. And then check us out on Facebook and Instagram to follow our own personal journeys and get an inside look on our day-to-day lives. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon.